0: From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9
1: with Scott and Kat.
0: Hey now! Hello!
1: How was your weekend? How was All-Star weekend, weekend? was good.
0: Oh my gosh, it was crazy, busy, fun, though. Um, I, first of all, I lucked out on the traffic because I hit nothing on the way to Toronto. Really? Had enough time to have lunch at Real Sports Bar before the game. Right there.
1: Did it cost $1,000? No,
0: it didn't cost (laughs) $1,000. Typical for what you'd figure, like $20 for a salad. Yeah, that's what I figured it would be. That's not that much, considering it's kind of $20 for a salad everywhere. It actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be.
1: You went to Real Sports and had a salad? You didn't even dive into the chicken wings or anything? No.
0: My husband had some chicken wings, though. Uh, But no, no. I just wanted a salad. That's what I wanted. Uh, and then he- went over to the, ga- the cool thing about NHL all-star is just like the atmosphere outside of the arena. I didn't hit the Metro Toronto Convention Center and all that other stuff. Um, but we, ha- there was a ton of things happening outside of Scotiabank Arena. And then once we got inside, there was a bunch of stuff happening there too. So it was, it was really nice. I thought the game was fun, fun to watch. I liked the way they did it. It kept things really interesting. And yeah, it was good. Good crowd. Really did,
1: good crowd. Did you watch um, any of the skills competition on Friday? I didn't. Totally missed the skills comp. It seemed very disorganized this year. I don't, I thought Toronto was going to go all out for hosting. And at times there were players asking referees, okay, so what do I do again? I have to put this here and then go around the net. And they didn't really have it all that figured out. Uh, there was one where they were measuring passing and you had to pass it into various targets, which were all for different points. And it didn't even light up or anything. I thought it was a little lackluster. All in all, though, I mean, it was a good event. Great to see all of the world's best hockey players, or most of them, in Toronto for that. Mm-hmm. Did uh, Did you get any FaceTime with the Biebs? Did you run into them at all, going to the washroom or anything?
0: Um, I almost had to run in with someone even cooler, in my personal opinion. Gritty. Gritty. I didn't get close enough, uh, dude. He was the most popular guy there. Like people were like, "Screw Michael Buble. I want to talk to Gritty." He was so funny. Like this is the best mascot ever. This is the I think most people know that he's a mascot for Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Do they know that? Um, Anyway, look him up. Google him if you're not sure. He's hilarious. He was throwing popcorn at people's faces, like just didn't give a shit. So fun. (laughs) He probably doesn't. He's the best. Honestly, the best. And I also, because all the mascots were there, right? Representing, sorry, all the mascots of the players that were there, which is like most of the mascots were present. And they were just walking around the entire arena and doing their thing. Some of them are so dumb. Like, why do they have some of these mascots? Then who thought of them? Others, adorable. Some, ugly. And Gritty for me is my all-time
1: favorite mascot, period apparently those mascots make big money yeah like if you're a mascot for an nfl team or even nhl and nba you're gonna make a lot of money you can live off of that yeah i would have thought oh you get into the game for free and maybe they'll let you take a slice of pizza home afterwards no they get paid like six figures yeah decent then again i'm trying to figure out if i were in a giant suit like that if i would Mm -hmm. want to jump on a trampoline and yeah Nail a three-pointer right? from half.
0: That's the thing. I wonder how many people who, who have that mascot gig have the longevity. Because it is also very, very, you have to be extremely athletic in there. It's a lot, it takes a lot of work to, to move that and make that costume what it should be, right? Like, basically, if, you, if you're raising your hand in the air, you have to do it, like, tenfold. To really, If you're a mascot, you're going hard. I remember actually talking to the mascot behind the, the rock mascot uniform once, who was telling me all the ins about being a mascot and how exhausting it is.
1: I get it, and I totally understand, and I know who you're talking about. He's a great guy. Um, I'm, I'm. Some mascots work harder than others. Let's yes, be honest. Yes, you're not wrong. If you're Carlton the Bear for the Leafs, you just sort of toot around like the A&W Root Bear. It's just blah, 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 everywhere you go. It's true.
0: Think, then think about the Raptors as a good example. The
1: Raptor mascot yeah. is, like, fucking flipping from the yeah, scoreboard. Like, come on. He deserves all the money. I hope that mascot gets yeah. paid really, really well. We'll talk a little sports in this episode of After Nine. We're going to talk music in this episode as well because the Grammys were handed out last night. And coming up at the end of this episode, we will have the replay of Missed Connections from today's Scott and Cat show. Cat, Toronto and Vancouver combined are going to host 13 of the 104 games at the 2026 FIFA World Cup. The U.S. gets 78 of them, Mexico gets 13, Canada gets 13. We're not exactly equal partners here, I guess, are we? BMO Field will host the Canadian Men in the opening game on Canadian soil. That'll take place June the 12th. In total, seven games in Canada. Sorry, seven games in Vancouver, six games in Toronto, 13 total for Canada. So, I mean, I don't know a lot about soccer, and I'll be honest with you, I don't give a shit doesn't matter to me. I'm not a
0: soccer person either, so.
1: The World Cup to me is great. I think it's good when you can have best on best and when it's truly a global event, great. It just seems like it's full of corruption, so I don't really care. And what I'm wondering is why I I get Toronto kicking in $97 million to try and fund the games. But then the Ontario government came in and they kicked in almost the same amount of money. So now we're up to $200 million and the feds haven't even announced how much they're going to give. Why are we spending $300 million on six soccer games? Could we ever possibly make that back? I know they say the hotels will be full and the restaurants will be full.
0: Yeah, it'll be an economy boost at that time for sure.
1: I just don't understand the inequity, though. I mean, we're all, as taxpayers, going to have to foot the bill for playing six different soccer games that should be profitable on their own. I would have thought that we add up the ticket sales and maybe add in some residual stuff like hotel nights and restaurant bills, and that should tell us how much we need to put in. It just seems excessive to be putting in hundreds of millions of dollars when we're broke Mm -hmm. for six soccer games. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that's just Toronto. Out in Vancouver, they've got a similar bill little less than ours, even though they're playing more games in Vancouver. And they've imposed now a hotel tax that they say will be in place until 2030. Now, keep in mind, at one point, income tax was also temporary. That was during World War II. And it's still here. So I have a feeling people in Vancouver that need to stay in a hotel are going to be getting fleeced for a while. A hotel tax? Hmm. Would that make sense for here, or are hotels too expensive anyway? Frankly, I don't understand why people come
0: here. They are expensive anyway. I mean, if you you threw it on, there would be two different kinds of people. One would be like, oh, forget it then. That's it for me. But a lot of people, if they're sucking up the cost of staying anyway. I was even thinking about this past weekend at the NHL All-Star events. I'm thinking there are people here. I saw them. I mean, there's people here from all over the place. I I spoke with a couple of people that came from Washington to see some of their – favorite players play and they're staying in Toronto. And I, of course I wasn't no, too nosy and asking, but I knew like you're paying a lot of fucking money for this hotel room that's the all-star weekend. yeah. So you know that the prices are going to be insane, but I feel like you're just, you're probably going to be the kind of person that doesn't care cause that's your dream to see your team live. And for some people they'll never get the chance in their lifetime to see their team on their soil. So if they can do... And there's some people who just want to see a game, period. doesn't even matter if it's their team. They don't give a shit what game they go to. I know people that will do that. They'll fork over crazy money just to say they went to a World Cup game. So hmm. if that's your goal, fine. Whatever.
1: I really hope, though, that if we're only getting six games, they at least give us the high-profile teams that everybody wants to see. No offense to some countries, but some countries are less high-profile than others. We need... England. We need Italy. We need Germany. We need a lot of those European teams. Maybe, uh, I don't know if the Russians will be playing or not. In any case, uh, hopefully it turns out to be great for the amount of money the taxpayers are being fleeced for this thing. I really hope this turns out to be a good event. Cat, today at 2 in London, Ontario, the national media spotlight will shine on Dylan Dubé, Cal Foote, Alex Fermentin, Carter Hart, and Michael McLeod. today, is the first appearance in court now that they've officially been charged with sexual assault. Mm -hmm. First appearance, they don't even need to go. Their lawyers will represent them. So you're not going to see the players. But then at 2 p.m., the police are going to do a news conference, and it's not clear if they're going to tell us what changed. But this is something that they investigated six years ago, declined to lay charges on. Since then, the alleged victim has signed a a settlement agreement with Hockey Canada, which I thought settled it, but now the police have reopened the investigation, and now, years later, apparently there's something new that led, led them to lay charges. And what I'm trying to figure out is, there was a lot of controversy, as you remember, with Hockey Canada. When it was discovered, they had a slush fund to pay out settlements for things just like this. That's right. It seems like the police didn't care about this until people got very angry about the fact that Hockey Canada was using money that they collect from, well, right down to the minor level to pay off settlements for people who accuse players of sexual assault. What changed in six years? What new evidence came to light for them to charge these five guys now? And I'm also wondering, why did they charge them last week? Or actually, it was the week before they charged them. No news conference until today. It seems like a strange thing, almost like they were scrambling to get charges late or somebody leaked that they were going to get charged. This is not Mm -hmm. usually how police investigations go.
0: Yeah, we'll see if they're willing to, I don't know, fill in all those blanks that we have right now. And I'm sure eventually they will. But for the time being, it's yeah, it's very interesting.
1: It seems to be the topic that many are discussing. So yeah, that's going on today. Out in Nova Scotia. Ah, shit, I feel bad. If you're listening to us from Cape Breton right now, Mm. how are you doing? How, how are you? You're inside, I hope.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't want to
1: be outside. Some of that footage is
0: just like, uh, brutal. That's where all the snow has been. It's, it just was waiting to pile on in the East Coast.
1: Thank you for saying that. That is where all the snow is. Many people are looking around at our weather right now saying, what the hell is going on? No snow in, in January. No snow in February. Uh, we did get a little bit. I think everything has just shifted a little further east this year. No problem. The snow that we would typically get... Let it fall on somebody else. It's been a snowy year in Quebec and in the Atlantic provinces.
0: Maybe they, I'm good with it. You know what? And Maybe they're thinking of it as a break because basically they're told in those areas where it's really bad to just stay indoors, to not go to work. Maybe it's working out well. I hope, that it, I hope at least that some people, while, while crews do their thing to try to safely get the roads all cleared up, in the meantime, hopefully get some nice
1: downtime. Try to think of it as a positive. They stack six cans of beer, one on top of each other. And the snow is still higher than six cans of beer. And the beer's cold. (laughs) What do you do with 80 centimeters? I mean, we freak (laughs) out here if we get 20. We freaked out a month ago when we had 10. They've got eight times more snow than we've had in any one snowfall so far this year. Mm -hmm. Eight times that amount. It's messed up. Uh, Let's see where we are here. Valentine's Day is just over a week away. Good, good, good. Let's, Let's get lovey. Let's do that stuff, I guess. Uh, Apparently, people are, again, in a new survey confirming they're not spending money on Valentine's Day this year. Yeah. See. How
0: many of these surveys, too, reach a similar conclusion?
1: Everybody's saying the same thing, that Valentine's Day this year is going to look very, very different from previous years because people are broke. I tried to get a reservation for Valentine's Day. You did? Yesterday. The rest Two of the restaurants that I chose, nothing available. On Open Table. Mm. So it's kind of like this in the economy, too, right? I mean, we hear all these stories that people are broke and that Valentine's Day isn't going to be very big this year, or very good this year. And yet, two weeks out, I can't get a restaurant reservation. Yeah. Not even for a particularly well known restaurant, just one that I happen to like. But we got new economic data last week that said the economy is cooking right now. In fact, apparently, this latest quarter prevented us from going into an official recession. Hmm. Is it just that some people have a lot of money or is people have more money than they're letting on? I'm trying to figure it
0: out. Or are they spending what they don't have?
1: Or they're spending what they don't have.
0: Keep in mind, because we got some credit card numbers that might tell you that.
1: <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. I did get in the, uh, the Canadian cities with the most credit card debt. And we'd heard that it's very, very expensive to live out on the West Coast, British Columbia in particular. And that's why I guess I shouldn't be surprised at this. Victoria, B.C., leads the country in per capita credit card debt $12,874 in credit card debt
0: so so that said you wonder if people just say screw it I already have enough on my credit card we'll just throw that in too and we will celebrate Valentine's Day fuck it
1: (laughs) I think people did that at Christmas yeah I do think there's people that did it then Uh, I don't know what it is or maybe there's just so many people that have either taking on a roommate or they're living in their parents' basement or something like that, that without that rent to pay, maybe they just have more disposable income. I'm trying to figure it out because some people seem very stretched and others seem to have no problem spending $1,000 on a pair of Taylor Swift tickets. Uh, Vancouver had the second highest credit card debt, $12,332. Man, what do you do when you wake up and your credit card bill is over $12,000? Oh, my gosh. I wonder what the minimum payment is on that just to avoid the interest.
0: I That's got to be huge. I don't know, but it's it's yeah, it's so bad. The, cre, the credit card companies are winning right now, in case you're wondering.
1: Worst city in Ontario is Oshawa. Average credit card debt at 7505 just ahead of Toronto, which had the fourth highest per capita credit card debt. St. John's, Charlottetown, Montreal. Eighth is St. Catharines, Niagara. Average $5,400, followed by Barrie at just over $5,000. By the way, the Barry credit card debt is up 6% year mm. over year. Let's talk about uh, uh, the movies this weekend. Did you say? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Tell me about Argyle. Listen. What do I need to know about this bomb of a movie?
0: Okay, so Argyle is um, a very expensive production. Argyle was a very, very expensive uh, production. And and the gist of it is this woman is a book writer. She writes a book. People like the book. And then she finds out everything that she had actually written down was happening in real life. But it was this action action movie, right? But it was actually happening. That's kind of the like really, really blah like premise of it. Okay, um, they spent a ton of movie uh, sorry a ton of money on this movie because it's action packed, it's got explosive explosive scenes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I just heard it was two hundred million dollars they basically spent on this film to come to theaters. It only made on its opening weekend eighteen million in North America across North America and yeah I think that you can might have to call that a bomb it's a total flop it's too bad like I mean because some decent people were in it but I'll be honest with you when I saw the trailer I was like "Eh." and I like um Bryce Dallas Howard is one of the stars Dua Lipa even makes an appearance and uh who is it John Cena is John Cena that's in it too something like that Eh. Eh. it doesn't look very good (laughs) it didn't it didn't look good to me but I thought okay and sorry, it was uh, it was not him that was in it. It's uh, Henry Cavill. thank. And John Cena is in it. Oh, I was I was right. Anyway, it does not. I mean, to me, it didn't look like it was worthy of movie theater treatment. Isn't that bad? I'm just being honest. So I didn't see it. And apparently a lot of people didn't.
1: It's weird, eh? It's either feast or famine at the movie theaters. When, when the Taylor Swift movie was out, when Barbie and Oppenheimer were out, they were turning people away. They had barricades set up outside the theaters to control all the lines. And now in total across North America, the top movie made 18 million. That's Mm. terrible by box office standards. Uh, Okay. Moving on. Still more things to get to before we get to the uh, Grammys from last night. The federal government has extended the ban on foreign ownership of Canadian homes for two more years. It's part of the federal government's economic plan. They say to make housing more affordable for Canadians The ban was set to expire on New Year's Eve, this coming one. It will now expire New Year's Eve in 2027. I don't really know if that's done anything to make the housing prices any cheaper. I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it really. It seems like people who want to own a home in Canada who don't reside here just find another way to do it. I mean, it kind of seems like lipstick on a pig, right? Like, oh, well, I live in uh, India. And I want to buy a house in Canada. Well, now you can't do that. So apparently they just give like a kid the money. The kid comes over, buys the house, and bam, they're good. Apparently that's another reason that student visas were quite popular is to get around shit like that. Ah. So I don't know that it's necessarily helping, but I don't know that it's going to help uh, homeowners who are trying to sell either. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Either way, it is frozen for two more years. Cat, Quebec is moving forward with the plan to hike tuition for out-of-province students by 30%. (laughs) An advisory committee warned Quebec's higher education minister hikes could compromise access to education and make the province less attractive to talented young people. Those are all serious concerns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. Well, a spokesperson for the ministry says they don't care. The key goal of the hike is to correct the financial imbalance between French and and English-speaking universities and reduce the share of public funding for out-of-province students. I'm still trying to figure out why this would happen, but I'm worried about people that are in Ontario. Maybe you go to school in Kitchener, and you're planning to go to McGill next year. Oh, well, your bill from McGill just got 30% higher for next year, and how much that's going to change things as far as people going to Quebec for school. McGill, Bishops, the list goes on. Yeah. They've got a lot of very well-known schools. But if they're going to charge 30% more than an Ontario school, I don't see many Ontario parents lining up to pay that bill. No, it's expensive enough as it is.
0: I would I would just say, and usually that's what happens, right? You're you're ready for college or university, you have your top five. That's what most, most people do. So they'll have their top five. This is going to drag that down to further on the list, I think, for most people. They're just going to have that lower on their list, and it's going to be a different option as their number one.
1: Let's go to the Grammys from last night. It was um, well, it's Trevor Noah was the host. And I, I honestly don't understand why. I'll play a little I, bit of the um, monologue. Did you like him? Did you think he was good?
0: You know what? I, I, okay, uh, Trevor Noah was one of those ones for me that I, I've had people who say that his stand-up is amazing. His stand-up so funny. I've never, uh, so I've never seen his stand-up because this doesn't really count as stand-up. But I, I'm never drawn to want to watch stand-up for, from Trevor Noah because I just don't find him to be that funny. I don't find it to be funny on a show. Uh, Anyway, uh, so no, I mean, he's not like a highlight for me. It's not, he wouldn't be a reason why I'd watch. Let's put it that way. But I don't think he's terrible. Like, I mean, I've seen way worse.
1: Here's a little bit of last night. By by the way, can I just say something before we move on? Can I just say, I think it is so unfair how NFL fans have been complaining about the cameras cutting to Taylor Swift, right? Like she's controlling the cameras at the games, right? Like, like, just let her live, let her live. In fact, tonight on Taylor's behalf, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give her a break. Every time... Every time they mention Taylor Swift, I'm gonna get revenge. Every time someone says Taylor Swift, I'm gonna cut the cameras to someone who played football. That's what I'll do. Cut, bam, just like that. Oh yeah, you like that, Terry Cruz? You like that, Terry Cruz? You better fix your face, Terry. Yeah, we're watching you all night, Terry. No relaxing for you. Do you work for the CIA, Terry? Huh? Huh? I can read lips, Terry. You better watch what you say. <laughs> uh, okay alright not bad not bad but let's get to uh, a couple of the viral moments I think this will be one of them it was a performance featuring Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs doing fast car together the Tracy Chapman version
2: Left hand, more from life than he could somebody's got to take care of him I quit school, that's what I did
1: I thought it sounded fantastic.
0: Yeah, really good. Actually, you know what's great is uh, Tracy Chapman's version of Fast Cars,
1: number one after last night's performance. So on the, the what do we have here? February 25th, 2024, Tracy Chapman has a number one hit with a song from the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes is just enough downloads. Is in
0: the eighties? Oh my gosh! Isn't it eighties? Wow! Well, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. It just like yeah, that's crazy.
1: Unbelievable! And that and after I don't even all know if, f- these
0: years, I don't even know if it was number one then. I don't think it was, but we'd have to look that up. That very cool though. I was very ha- I'm, i was happy to see that. I think that you know when that song came out, when Luke Combs' version of that song came out, I like that he stuck true to Chasey Ch- Chapman's version. He really just said it was and the reason why because people asked him the question like why didn't you change it up a little bit why do you sound it sounds the same as tracy chapman's he said because it's perfect why would you change it so he just wanted to do her a service so the fact that they both got to perform that together was very cool
1: let's hear a little bit of miley cyrus accepting the best pop solo performance award from mariah carey this mc is going to stand by this mc for this because this is just too iconic Oh, my God, I just got stuck in the rain and traffic and thought I was going to miss this moment. And I could have missed the award, that's fine, but not Mariah Carey. <laughs> I just saw you at the Hollywood Bowl.
0: It was everything.
1: I got- Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's great. You, she seemed genuinely excited. Now, there are some who are saying that Taylor Swift kind of snubbed Celine Dion when Taylor Swift received her award because she said something to the person who was with Celine and then nothing to Celine herself. But then backstage, they were they were like hugging and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: there were photos of the two of them. And it's possible, by the way, that they already met backstage that they were having that moment. So in her mind, she didn't think to do it for the cameras. She had already had that moment with Celine of like, oh my
1: gosh, I'm in the presence of a legend. Because she was. Celine Dion's a damn legend. Was it Celine's idea, do you think? Or do you think the Grammys were like, we need someone iconic to present the award to Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. so let's see if Celine's interested. Well,
0: Celine has something to gain. She's putting out a documentary. It's all her behind I Am Celine, which is has a home on Amazon Prime Video. We're still waiting on a date. So she, it does not hurt for her to be in the spotlight a little bit to gain a little bit more promotion for it.
1: A little bit of Taylor Swift last night. Okay, this is my 13th Grammy. which is my lucky number. I don't know if I've ever told you that. Um, I want to say thank you to the members of the Recording Academy for voting this way.
2: Um, But I know that the way that the Recording Academy voted is a direct reflection of the passion of the fans. So I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years,
1: which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called called the Tortured Poets Department. I'm going to go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. She makes albums like McDonald's makes McRibs. Just constantly <laughs> cranking them out. She does.
0: And it'll do well. I was it's funny the people in the crowd are like the actual like artists are just kind of so used to the announcement they kind of they kind of showed a clip of a couple of them just kind of going oh great like another album <laughs> you're gonna be up for all the awards next year too great uh even though she didn't necessarily like like win all of the awards last night um i want to do the the dr dre global impact award here for a second now jay-z Won this. This is a newer award um, named after Dr. Dre. Yes, it's called the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. Now, it was cool Dr. Dre was actually there, and we all know Jay-Z and Dr. Dre. They go way, way back, so that was all cool. But Jay-Z has said in the past, and he's been pretty honest about the way he feels about awards, specifically about the Grammy. So I was curious how this is going to go, but I didn't expect him to really let it all out. So I'm gonna, we're going to play the entire thing. It's a few minutes long because he also talks about the impact of hip hop for him. And he mentions Will Smith and other people. And then he really, um, well, he's really very honest about how he feels about the album of the year categories as he's talking about his wife and he talks to his daughter too. Have a listen.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I usually say this is a sippy cup, for blue, but well, Blue's grown up now. She doesn't take sippy cups. And she has her own Grammys. Um, first of all, um, thanks to Dr. Dre. He said in the house. He's somewhere up. Oh, there he is. Andre Young, thank you, sir. All the doors that you opened, you know, showed us that we can be, um, Rockstar, seeing you on the Rolling Stone, obviously there's Run-DMC with the Leathers and the Aerosmith, but when you came out West, you took it to a whole new level, put us on covers, Rolling Stone, put us around the world, you and Snoop, all that y'all did, all the records y'all broke, so thank you for this. Um, Honored, honored to accept it, honored to accept it, and thank you to the Black Music Collective for all the work that you guys do, scholarships for young creatives, and hopefully, you know, I'm adding to, you know, what you guys are doing out here. Obviously, uh, it's, uh, it's great to have a, an award um, for such an icon. How far we've come with uh, Will Smith and them, Chazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince winning their first Grammy in 89 and boycotting because it wasn't televised. And then they went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the it wasn't a great boycott. We're um, <laughs> right here. But then, 98, I took a page out of their book. I was nominated for the Best Rap Album, and DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all. So I boycotted, and I watched the Grammys. <laughs> I'm just saying, we, just, we want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Who was he talking about there? Was it Beyonce? Beyonce,
0: yeah. Who's won the most Grammys of all time? And she's never won album of the year. Never for album of the year. Really? Yeah.
2: Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know? Some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. That was it. No, when I get
2: nervous, I tell the truth. <laughs> um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. Just in life, as I as my daughter st- sits and stares at me, nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. You got to keep showing up. Until, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman. Until they call you a genius. Until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me?
1: He was talking about himself. Okay, yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Really? Beyonce's never won album of the year. Yeah. Okay, you know what, though? There is something to that. I mean, we've all seen obvious discrepancies. Case in point. Yes, we how, have. How many different records did Morgan Wallen break last year? How many different records did he set? Uh, Billboard in particular, he owned that chart. Wasn't even nominated last night. Morgan Wallen, biggest hmm. country act in the world in 2023. Did he submit?
0: That's the thing with some of these artists, too, is they don't submit, which is always interesting to me.
1: Now, did Drake submit this year? I think you said he was going to. No, he, he doesn't
0: anymore. So when he won at one of his Grammys years ago, he told, he told, when he was, like, first became very popular, he started to get against them for these reasons because he didn't believe that they were doing it right. Uh, there was people missing from a category. There were categories all messed up. People were winning that shouldn't be winning, and he just openly there at the Grammy said, "I promise you, this means nothing. If you have, a, if you are happy with the music you're producing, if you have fans willing to wait out in the cold to buy tickets to see you or to see you in general, you're winning. Like you don't need this shit, basically." And since then, he hasn't submitted. The weekend doesn't either. The weekend also does not submit.
1: It's um. I don't know. Like I'm still trying to figure out what the message of Jay-Z's speech was there. I mean, yeah, he's telling them you got to get it right. And and it, obviously there's an issue there. If the person who's won the most Grammys of all time has never even won Album of the Year, when I think everybody can name at least one Beyoncé album that probably deserved yes. Album of the Year. Oh
0: my god, there's been so many of them. Think about it.
1: There's so many so many celebrities. In line to win awards, some of them won, some of them didn't, some of them nominated, some of them not. It seems like there's a ton of celebrities just bitching about awards. How much complaining was there that Margot Robbie didn't get a nomination at the Oscars? Jay-Z calling out the nominees for the Grammys. Maybe we should just stop doing award shows if Hollywood's (laughs) not going to be grateful for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I totally, I agree. They wouldn't agree because they like to, that's their stepping, that's, they use that to, it's a metric like Jay-Z mentioned in his speech, but the metrics aren't working. But for them, if they can say that they won this or that or the next thing. I also hate the way that the way that the Grammys are set up, too, with, like, pop vocal this and blah, blah, blah. Because they want to make a lot of people seem like a winner, even though it's not necessarily the truth. I'm sick of that kind of shit, too.
1: Hmm. Uh, anything else on the Grammys? Did you enjoy the show overall? Uh,
0: it was okay. Honestly, it's weird. Grammys, for me, are not even my favorite kind of award show. Um, just because I do find there's so many politics involved in the Grammys. Um, and, and And sometimes... I have to kind of like fast forward through to get to the performances I actually want because it is subjective. You do hate, is there some genres you don't, you just don't want to watch a performance of? Maybe you don't really feel like you want to watch Billy Joel, okay? Like that's not what you're fucking there for. <laughs> so there's certain things that you like to s- slip past. So for me, there was a lot of that. It was on and off for me. It was okay.
1: You wanted to hear some Billy Joel. Got it. Here we go. So oh, no. Yeah, it doesn't fit.
0: You know... It doesn't fit. It, they got to do something for everyone, though. That's the key. That's the thing with the Grammys, but that's the one of the reasons why I don't like it, but I understand why they do. I don't hate why they do it, but I it's not for me. You, you guys know
1: what ma- I mean? You guys made my parents stay up until the very yeah. <laughs> last fucking performance hey, to man. see something they liked?
0: Listen, he's 74 years young. Good on him. Nothing... No hate against Billy
1: Joel, I'm just saying. Okay, we are up against the clock here because we do have the replay of Missed Connections coming up in just a sec. Before we go... I want to say thank you to everybody who took the time to send a DM over the weekend. I don't know. Maybe people were just in their feelings this weekend, but I got a ton of them, Kat. I want to read you one in particular, and I'm going to leave this one anonymous for obvious reasons. Hey, Scott. I was away. I just listened to Thursday and Friday's podcasts. My oldest son is 19 years old. He came out to us when he was 16 identifying as transgender, explaining why he felt that way and for how long, what steps he wanted to take, etc. Needless to say, we wholeheartedly accepted them. That being said, one of the things they wanted was to change the name they identified with. The school, which I will not name, was amazing. They made sure to involve us with the notification and provide us the necessary paperwork. Basically, they made sure we were aware of everything going on in this situation, and they also offered specialized support for any kind of questions our child had or that we had, including if we needed to speak to somebody like a school counselor. Hmm. That said, I want to say that the announcement by Alberta last week is exactly what we would have recommended. The support wholeheartedly approach that they are taking. Our child, again, now 19, admits that four years ago, what steps they wanted may not have in, may have included hormone treatment and reassignment. They were not truly mature and informed enough to make that appropriate decision. And now at 19, they are in touch with how they truly feel. It's fake outrage that's coming from some. It's divisive fodder. My wife and I watched the full video and congratulate the Alberta government all right that's parents of a teenager who has transitioned or is in the process of it mm-hmm. that likes the way it's going on okay. uh, uh, great feedback you can reach out to us anytime by DM at voice of Cat at Scott Fox on air or you can text our text line at 1833915 show and it may not be right away it may get stuck in the filtered messages for a week to ten days. <laughs> We but, can't be sure. But we will get back to you. We promise. No, text for sure. We'll get back to you. They come in at all hours because we're on at many different times on different stations. But uh, we will get back to you. So I think text is probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Anything else we got to do here?
0: I think that's it. And uh, yeah, we look forward to all new podcast episodes this week, just so you guys know. Uh, and uh, hopefully ending the week with a great Friday pod. So listen all the way through. But for now, we will leave you with today's Missed Connections.
2: Missed Connections.
1: Missed Connections on the Scott and Cat Show. Hey friends, Missed Connections is where we tell you the stories about people who have had an encounter in the past and they can't find each other. One is looking for the other. So they went online and they told the story, all the details of their encounter. I don't know if it actually leads to many reconnections, but wow, do I ever love hearing them.
0: Some questions with this one, as there always is. I drove you to the hospital when you were in labor. I'm a part-time Lyft driver. You used your friend or your mom's account or whoever you were with, so I don't have your name or anything. But did I overhear correctly? Baby daddy is not in the picture? Perfect. Think I would be a good father figure, and I'm looking for something long-term. I also kind of like kids, so it's probably meant to be.
1: Well, if you kind of like them, then that's a good step forward.
0: If you're interested, just get your friend, your mom, or whoever that is to claim you left something there, and I'll be able to chat with you that way. Good luck with the diapers and stuff.
1: Good luck with the, the diapers, diapers and stuff. stuff. He knows Seems a lot like, about parents. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Qualified yeah. for that. It's a strange thing to want to pick up a woman who's actually in labor. She's yeah. having a baby, and you want to slide in there.
0: This is it the type of person that wants to slide in there anytime they hear anyone signal? Single, right?
1: Ah, uh, could be. Yeah. This
0: is like the worst case. This is not a time.
1: No, no. Whoever it was that booked it for you. Well, she, she couldn't. She's in labor. <laughs> She's having a whoever child. Whoever that was.
0: <laughs>
1: what a block. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with the diapers and stuff. Get yeah, there's really the, yeah. not much more to it than yeah. that. It's just diapers.
0: It's, yeah, okay. Uh, this one's called To the Hardcore Sports Fan. Uh, this is uh, from what I could tell a, a woman for a man. Hey, You're the handsome, tall guy that painted an entire logo of your favorite team on your chest. You were excited to just be alive and see your favorite team play. I'm not into sports much. I don't know what this logo is. It was a hawk or a seagull with a weird star. Or maybe the paint job wasn't good. Either way, that funny moment you flashed your bum to the cop and got arrested, guess what? I have it on camera.
1: Oh, great, a souvenir.
0: I figure maybe you want it as a souvenir. <laughs> also, the moment you threw the beer can at your friend's head before they took off and started running away from you, mm-hmm. I also have that. Mm-hmm. It was just before the cuffs went on. I stayed around for a while while your friends fleed the scene. Just want to let you know, I'm clearly the only one that's there for you. Let's oh. connect, sports fan.
1: Interesting. Okay. Right. So you're you're a big fan of the seagulls. Or what, what, what team worst, is she talking the about? The worst mascot ever, by the way. The poopy seagull.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you don't want that team to do horribly if you make a seagull the mascot.
1: I don't know what sport it is, but it's probably pickleball. <laughs> probably pickleball. In any case, <laughs> Why did the guy's buddies ditch him?
0: Rude. No wonder he threw a beer can well, at one of them. I'm trying to think if I would stick around if a friend of mine did flash a cop. Probably not. You'd be... I might be a or too. I might right. be like, well, this is the end of my friendship. This is where we cut ties. Blocked.
1: I, uh, I don't know if I'd want to have a video record of me being arrested for doing something as ridiculous as flashing a cop.
0: He might want to contact her just to get that erased. Mm. Might be, maybe an angle to it. Go on a date, get it in your possession, delete it from history.
1: This girl's smart too, right? Pointing out, I'm the only one who's there for you. Yeah. That's because nobody else you're, wants to be there you're, for this you're guy. Like,
0: you're lurking from across the street. I don't know. I don't know. You were there, sure.
1: Easy paparazzi. Maybe when he gets off probation, you guys can go out <laughs> on a date here. But in the meantime... Try and figure out what sport that is, what logo that is, because I'm morbidly fascinated by that part of it.
0: One thing's for sure, go Seagulls. (laughs) We're all rooting for them. Good luck.